Hot Texture Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021, and you just don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text hair to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahhairmd.com. Question of the day. We got a couple of them. One of them, the Rose Bowl. How can the Rose Bowl change the course of Utah football? How can the youths benefit from it? Yeah, I think the athletic department, but uh, if you want to go football too, sure, or exclusively football, that's it's good great. for the entire brand. No, football just, carries over to everybody. No question, man. I'd like to argue that, but that'd be a waste of time. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, so Harlan was on with uh, the besties yesterday talking about uh, 60000 I don't think it's unbelievable. I saw 50,000. If you get 50 at the Fiesta Bowl, yeah. you can get 60 to the Rose I've seen Bowl. it, as they say up here. I've seen it with my own eyes. You done seen it? I've seen 50,000 red flood into Sun Devil Stadium. So this is immeasurably bigger than the Fiesta Bowl. The Fiesta Bowl's nice. It's a nice reward. The location, time of year. You know, if you got the Fiesta Bowl in July, it wouldn't be nearly as big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> But if you get it in December, <laughs> it's pretty nice. Remember that? We used to, uh, uh, in 04, we would read the uh, forecast every day. <laughs> yeah, I do. Want to start doing that for Pasadena? <laughs> we had fun with it. And so here, this is this is the best bowl that doesn't require a committee. I told that to Coach Whittingham yesterday. And he agreed with me. In fact, I've used that line several times, and every time I use it, the person on the other end says, yep, yep. I was on the post-game show with Scott Gerard and Hans F. Olsen. What's the, the night... What's the F stand for? I don't know. <laughs> Gotta have a middle initial around here. Don't ask me, man. It's a big deal. And... I said, this is the best bowl that doesn't require a committee. And Scotty said, yeah, sure, it is. So, of course they're going to have a record amount of folks. I know people that that are barely fans that are going. I know people who are fans of BYU, just like last time, that are going. Because they uh, are from that area and they want to get back, and they're going to be there, and they haven't gone in a number of years. I know one person, a dog sitter of ours, is going to go. She's, I always thought she was a BYU fan. I could be wrong. I haven't really talked to her about it, but just the impression I got. Uh, I know they went to the Arizona um, uh, U of a, uh, not U, yeah, U of a game in Vegas, and she's from down there. And hasn't been to the parade for a number of years. So wants to go to the parade and then figured, well, I might as well go to the game too. So they're going to have record amounts of people. There's just no doubt about it. I mean, this is the pinnacle achievement of this football program. And they have got to cash in on this. It's important for them to keep this going. You look at it, and I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, We don't know what we're going to be talking about. We're always thinking about show topics and whatnot. And everybody in the South has played in the Pac-12 title game, right? Only SC has won the thing from the South, except for this year. So even Colorado had their little moment in the sun. But nobody has sustained anything. Nobody. 
This is the opportunity for Utah to have sustaining power and really, really make a difference. And, and get all sorts of untold donations and, and uh, whatever else they need. You know, you have to keep pace with all the stuff that's going on. And we were talking about this yesterday with BYU and what we had on Samson Nakua. And, you know, he was comparing the facilities from the U to the BYU because he was in both programs and he was uh, intelligent, uh, capable of doing it because he has the experience. Well, it's, it's an, uh, an arms race, right? So they're, they're, Utah's football facility is just awesome. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but it becomes and not obsolete. But it becomes a little outdated as the years go by, you know? It's like driving a car off the lot where they say it depreciates the second you drive it off the lot, right? True story. So it's the same type of principle there. So you've got to keep going. I mean, it never ends. It literally never ends. You're never done with that stuff. When Utah State built their facility in the end zone there, and they let everyone take a a tour, the thing that was new that I never saw, because there's always got to be one shiny thing, is they put treadmills at the bottom of a, a pool. And the pool is only like uh, two or three feet wide. It's only five or six feet long. And you get in on it, and you rehab by walking right, on the right, treadmill right, underwater, right. but the water yeah, is yeah. buoyant, so you don't have as much impact. And mm-hmm. I think they had one. They might have had two. Then you go to the U, and they build theirs a few years later. Well, they have four. They got four. <laughs> so typical. Whatever you got, Utah right. State, we're going to double or triple it. <laughs> so, jeez. Now, talk about treadmill in the water envy. Now. BYU going to have six? So all the guys, they don't have to wait to rehab. You just rehab right now. Get in. Get in. Get on the, tre- well, the underwater important. treadmill. That's important stuff. Right. Rehabbing is... And that's what he was ta- Samson was talking about. The training facilities weren't... You know, guys had to I wait. Gotcha. The whole team's got to get taped before practice and all that on stuff. On and on. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this opportunity to set themselves up for years to come. And it's really, really important. It's important that they cash in. Because I don't believe, and I said this, what, last week or the week before? I don't think they cashed in to the level that they could have on the other two big bowl appearances. I find it surprising that you say that. The, the Fiesta Bowl, they literally recruited guys and went undefeated again four years later. And after the Sugar Bowl, they moved to the Pac-12 yeah, is it two really, or three years is, later. Is it really me saying it, though? I know it's my voice and it's coming out of my mouth. This is cashing into a new level. But they didn't get permanently better. I'm just going to leave it at that, man. Because yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much they can cash in on this because so much of this is Kyle. They can cash in on it big time. Now, if you do it again. Big time, man. If the person who follows Kyle does it again. That's why they need to set themselves up decade. to make sure that the person who follows Kyle has everything he needs to be successful. That's the very point. Because Kyle has less time than he has more time. That's that's why this has the sense of urgency that the others didn't have back then because he was just barely starting out. He was going to be there for a good long while. And so that's why this has a greater sense of urgency because he's he I don't think he's going to retire this year. I have not point blank asked him, are you retiring this year? But every vibe I get, including yesterday when I looked him in the eye, He's not. I don't believe he's stepping aside this year. It didn't feel like a guy who was taking his foot off the gas. No. Standing right there when he was asked about recruiting, he seemed as all in on recruiting right. as he did a year ago when we talked about recruiting as he did 
eight years ago when we talked about recruiting. And then there was one person when he was done that talked him off to the side. And that person I really like. <laughs> every time you look in the mirror. <laughs> and just every, and I, but I have not asked him, so I cannot say. Uh, I think he's coming back. I would bet on it. And he gets, and, and maybe even the year after, we'll see where we are and, next year. And he gets to change his mind. Whatever uh, he's thinking now, yes, of course. Whatever he said to somebody three months ago or six months ago, he gets to change his mind. And we've seen him do that before. So hold on to your horse. Oh yeah, there. the very night. Yeah. Uh, well, in fact, as I was listening to him speak in the group, and then talking to him a couple seconds later, the only thing that's different about him is his hair is a little gray. Everything else, I, it could have been 2012, 2009. I mean, the fire, the passion, to me, it's all still there. And so what about the old Majerus line? You what, know, you got to cash in on the final four. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we didn't get any closer to L.A. I mean, I think that they did cash in as a program, but they were still in the Mountain West. So there's a That's limit. That's another huge There's a difference. limit to how much you get to cash. You did cash in. Now, on a Mountain not, West level, is not cashing in on a Pac-12 level. Exactly. And right. you still are recruiting to the Mountain West. Yeah. So yeah, when they yeah, say yeah. in 2011, we still had a lot of Mountain West kids on the roster, well, of well, course they you did. did. They virtually every did. one of them. <laughs> At the top of the roster, you still have NFL guys. A few guys, yeah. But not as many as you want or need in a sport that requires this much depth and this many bodies on the field at one time. So I think... I don't want to give them an F for not cashing in in 04 and 08 because they can see how they did cash in. Okay. Now, if you want okay. to say, well, they could have cashed in more, they should have cashed in more because it's such a great accomplishment, but they didn't because they were limited because they're in the Mountain West and they didn't get the you know 30 or 40 Pac-12 caliber players. Right, right, well, you, right. got, you got me right, because right. they well, did. Okay, that's it. That's a significant but, thing there right there. But you got a couple of really good prizes off those undefeated seasons. Yeah, but it don't, don't, they don't compare. If you only got what you got then... What then, you could get now can be different. Then it would be a massive disappointment. Changing You're, you're now recruiting in the, in the quote-unquote Power 5 universe as much as we can all hate that. It's still a thing, and it still appeals to 17-year-old kids. So, And if they can change their universe among those 60 schools, I mean, it's not like they're in last place among those 60 schools. We reserve that for Kansas. Uh, But wherever you think they are, 10, 20, 30, whatever, if they come out at 5, 15, or 25 because they upgrade their image nationally, those things change slowly. But they do change. So one Rose Bowl starts to change that. And if you can get a second Rose Bowl down the line, whether it's in a year or two or three or whatever. Next year. Four years last time. That continues to change. UCLA, in some people's mind, is still benefiting from what they did in the 80s and 90s, and they haven't done that in the last 20 years. I don't know. I don't think they are. Not anymore. It's pretty clear. we got 20 years. They've just become what the Arizonas have become. All right, you coach for a few years, and then you get fired, and we stand. We got we. We're, we're, I was listening to Lanning. What's his name there at Oregon? Dan Lanning. Passive is not going to be in our vocabulary. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> Dude is intense. Will will the phrase ten game winning streak yeah. be in your vocabulary? I mean, yeah, I like that one. And nothing against him because you know he's thirty five years old. He's just been handed the keys to the kingdom. He can't say what you're saying. He, we're probably not going to do it. and I'm going to get fired in five years. Yeah. He can't say that. Right. So, you know, passive is not going to be 
we're going to be in attack. I mean, they all kind of say the same things. I get it. I would, if I was ever fortunate enough to be in that situation, I would say, yeah, we're just going to, oh, baby, we're lighting the world on fire. You ain't seen nothing, man. It's tomorrow. I mean, it is. And he said, I've got my phone with me 24-7. I'm not going to be off the phone at all because recruiting signing day is tomorrow. So the guy's going to go 48 hours. He's going to be on the phone at 2 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Mac, come to Oregon. You know what I mean? It's exaggerating it, but that that's what you expect and all that. And I look at UC Los Angeles and they're they're like the devils. Have a nice five year opportunity to make some decent money and you'll be okay sometimes, sometimes not. You know, like Herm Edwards. He's all right. Nothing wrong with A wins. They went in, but but it's not it's not the standard that Ray Anderson said when they fired Todd Graham and gave him twelve million dollars out the door. It was going to be top fifteen, top three, blah blah blah. Well, they and haven't come anywhere happened. near that. Yeah, it hasn't happened. You know? I mean, they're okay, but they've always been okay. But if you're going to be top fifteen, <laughs> you probably got to win ten games, not eight. Like I told you, that uh, Pac-12 uh, Twitter feed when they come out uh, for whatever stat. Yeah. The Devils are always fifth to eighth. <laughs> and it's true. It's right? true. You knew I liked that account. You gave it to me. I follow it. They throw stuff out there. Yeah. And that is what happens. Right. They are they are there all the time. Yeah. So they're all right. You know, they're not most conference road wins last decade. Arizona State, sixth. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's their that's their lot in life. I've I mean, I'm not a diehard, live-and-die, 18-year-olds determine my mood, but I've basically accepted it. That's the way it is, and that's probably the way it's always going to be. But Utah has an opportunity to be beyond that. They really, really do, because... We don't have the NFL. Yeah. And we don't have Major League Baseball. We don't have NHL. You put three or four of those teams in a town... Gobbling up all the attention, all the, the the sponsorships, the season ticket holders. We had Chris Hill on, and I asked him, if another pro team moves into town, is that going to hurt the colleges? And he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you can sit here and root for Major League Baseball or whatever, but it's going to take sponsors. It's going to take season ticket holders. It's going to take money away. It's going to take yeah, yeah. time and attention away, and that's gonna it's going to hurt. And the Jazz doesn't uh, coincide mostly, largely, with football. Huh. And it's a different sport, obviously, too. And so, and their seasons don't, I mean, overlap a little bit, but, you know, basketball really heats up when football's done. And so it can, they can fit. The, the U of U, man, it just has an opportunity that I have not seen in this conference Outside of Phil Knight's money and the Trojans, which have a long, long history, uh, those two. But other than that, and, and it can it can really, really get going. And the time is now. the 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 surge of pride that this university is going to feel. I see. I, this is why I can speak from experience. I've been to the Rose Bowl many, many times over, uh, and when the team runs out there. I mean, it's just an unbelievable feeling, especially if you went there and graduated from there. I think even more so than if you just grew up here and you were a fan of them. That's nice. If you, if you want to be a fan of them, so be it. But to me, if you graduated from that institution and that, that is truly your school, that'll never change. They can go 12-0, and 0-12, it doesn't matter. It's still, it's your school. The surge of pride that you will feel 
when these kids run out of that tunnel is going to be unlike you've ever experienced. And the U of U needs to maximize this opportunity in all aspects, every single aspect, because I believe there will be 50, 60,000. I don't believe it's unbelievable. I believe it, it will happen. The only limiting factor is how many tickets is Ohio State going to gobble up. That's the only limiting factor, because Pitt wasn't going to take that many Fiesta Bowl tickets. We all knew that. Well, and Sun Devil Stadium wasn't as big as the Rose Bowl either. We've also seen the Utah fans have been using the links from Ohio yeah. State to buy their own tickets. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's plenty of I know, there, There's a lot of Ohio State fans in the West. You don't have to come from Ohio. You don't. They're a huge school, and yeah. their alumni are all over the place. And My, my ex- sister's guy. He's a Ohio State grad. My ex-sister-in-law lived in San Diego for years. Your ex sister Yeah, she's been back to Ohio now. Oh, man, what happened? I don't know. I want to go to that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still close to her? No. Nope. Really? Nope. Because my ex brother in law, he was my guy. He was my guy till the day he died. I superseded all that other stuff. It's tough. I don't make light of it. It was tough. But. He goes on Saturdays or whenever, and they have a big Ohio State party, yada, yada, yada. And there's hundreds of them. So Ohio State will have a fine representation. And then there's a lot of people who didn't even come anywhere near going to Ohio State, but they win all the time, so let's be an Ohio State fan. Yeah! (laughs) Right. Yep. As I used to love the— Well, they're uh, Columbus's pro team, and Columbus is about the size of Utah as far as the number of people But it goes well beyond Columbus. Absolutely. Cincinnati and Cleveland are loaded with them. I loved uh, when uh, Brett McMurphy was doing that stuff on that receiver's coach. I love looking when he would tweet stuff, and then I'd look on the responses, and 95% of the negative responses towards Mur- McMurphy always had some type of Ohio State insignia. Go Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. So you could see, I mean, they're fans, so we, you can't say anything against your program. I mean, Urban has been caught red-handed 100 times over. But people, they just overlook it. You know what I mean? They just don't want to accept it. They, they, those are their heroes, and so they're going to defend them to the nth degree. But I still think that Utah will have the majority of the fan base, and it'll be so pronounced. It, it just, it'll be so dominant. And there'll be a lot, of, there's a lot of people out there who look at Utah like that. we had Feinbaum a couple years ago. I don't want to see Utah. Shut up. I mean, this is about if you earn something, you have the right to be where you are because you've earned it. Uh, it's not. It's not a beauty pageant. It's not something that you vote on. It's not a popularity on. contest, no. and they weren't popular in his mind and in the minds of a lot of college football fans, especially the ones who live on in the other half of the country. And then that guy, that radio guy from Dayton. Well, this is the reward they get to play Utah. Yeah, Utah, the one that sent ten guys to the NFL a couple years ago. Yeah, man, they're they're just a real bunch of slogs out there. Okay, that that, that really really but, ticks me off. But man. they won Oregon because over the twelve previous years, Oregon had won six of the twelve conference titles. Oh, great, and beating Oregon when they just lost seventy six to sixteen or seventeen <laughs> to these guys. You you want the best that the other conference has to offer, and without question, there is zero zero doubt, argument whatsoever, that the best that the 2021 Pac-12 had to offer is the University of Utah football program. It is not even close. We have fun, and it's not even close. Well, literally, it's not even close. 
<laughs> because they just smashed them two times in a row. And so, and neither game. And, and it was almost to the point of, man, this is deja vu. Where did I see this before? I mean, it's just basically the same thing. It's just two different venues separated by 13 days. So it's obvious that Utah is the cream of the crop this year. And can they sustain it? What can they do? And a lot of it is the money that comes pouring in. And they've really got to cash in in a manner that is beyond what they've done. And as you say, Kyle is the driving force. No doubt about it. We, we credit these college guys, these college coaches. They, they get so much blame, they get so much credit. All right, that's the way it is. They get so much money, so you got to live with you got to live with the credit or the blame. And obviously, the credit is easy to live with. And so he's getting the credit, but he's not going to be there in five years. I don't think that's what he said that he doesn't see himself as long term. When they they uh, announced uh, Arkansas, they going to play him in was it twenty eight? Remember that they did that? Was it last year? It's a longer they did it? range yeah, game. It's out there in 28, 29, and they, something like that. But it was last year they announced it, or maybe Correct. it was in the year before they announced it. I Maybe. can't, I can't even remember. I, I, I remember that. I remember being at the practice facility, Kyle, and, and I said, I said to him, "Hey, man, uh, tw- is it twenty twenty three or thirty two? I don't remember what it was. I, so I can't put a number on it. But they're playing Arkansas twenty twenty six and twenty twenty nine. Okay, it was the twenty twenty nine then? I said, so you looking forward to that game? No. <laughs> so, why not? I'm not going to be here. <laughs> you get a trip to Arkansas. They said, where are you going to be? I'm going to be golfing in Maui. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah? With who? Take me, take me, take me, take me, take me. <laughs> so by his own acknowledgement, and then that's what, 20, that's seven, eight years from now? I mean, there's very few guys who can coach at 70, and if he has the opportunity to do that, and he wants to do that, and he changes yeah, his mind, was, fine. When he was 50, when he turned 50, he made a joke about, I'm not going to be doing this when I'm 60. Now, you get to change your mind, number one. Number two, they change leagues. Everybody who did it said, well, that's a whole new challenge. Chris Hill said it. Kyle said it. I'm sure if we went and talked to the volleyball coach, Beth Lanier, she'd say it too. But here he is in his 60s coaching. Rocking. Best the program's ever been. At a high, high level. And that, see, I, because he, I don't anticipate him being there long range, that's why they need to cash in even more to ensure, and I don't know, ensure is not the right word, but to set up the better possibility of the successor continuing it. Because the last thing that you want to have happen is that you've got a great run and then it crashes. Doesn't take away from the great run. But you want it to continue. Now, you're not going to be going to the Rose Bowl or the Pac-12 title game every year. We understand that. But there's no reason why you can't win. Your down season can't be eight wins. How about that? Eight wins and six and three. That's your down season. Okay. Who doesn't sign up for that if you're the U of U? But what's more likely? That they go on a run the way USC and Oregon did? USC, six straight, I think it was six straight Rose Bowls or... I don't think you're going to go on that run. Oregon, six conference titles in 12 years. When the USC run ended, the torch got passed to Oregon. Because the USC run ended. Yeah. If Pete Carroll had been in his heyday, do they do that? Well, if Pete Carroll was in his heyday now, do the Utes do this? If USC is in their heyday, can anybody take him down? Or does that just trump everything? Because you can get a Rose Bowl. 
Washington State has gotten Rose Bowls. You they can, did. They shared you the can title get right? a Rose Bowl. with USC, and they had the win. This is a great accomplishment, but it's not to be all end all. It's so, about sustaining it. I don't know if they can sustain it. They we they we know that they can get to a Rose Bowl. They've proven it. It's about how much can they find consistency. That basically great consistency, not eight and four consistency, great consistency. That's what you want. You want 10, 11 wins. There's so many programs. Now, they're the elite programs, but they do it year in, year out, right? So that's what Washington was doing in the 90s and into the 2000s. Lots of good seasons, three conference titles. But then, like you say, you have a coaching transition and you lose it. And Washington had the 0 12. We remember that. BYU went up there and I was blocked there. an extra point. Yeah, Jan Jorgensen. Now Washington came back under Peterson, and they won two conference titles. They made a playoff, but now they've had a coach come in and go out. That's so but see, but fast. That plays so, all into my point of now's the time to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well, that you can't. Completely do that. I mean, you're right. You can. Why build, not? You why can build can't a you? better foundation because you still got to have the next guy be the right so, guy. So, and how? Why isn't the and next Jimmy, guy going to be the right guy? I don't, Lake, Washington. Washington. I don't care what happened at Washington. I don't care what happened at fill in the blank school. That doesn't matter. That has no pertinence to here. You just yeah, told me. No, no. You just told me. No, 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 no. You just told me if you have an NFL team, it's more difficult. Washington has an NFL team, and Pete Carroll went there. And so he brought the magic that he had at SC to Seattle. Well, here, we're not going to have, have an that. NFL team. That is true. So you must remain consistent. At least if you're going to be wrong, which you are, you have to be consistent in your wrongness. <sighs> so you're guaranteeing it then? Oh, we don't have an NFL team. What do you want me to guarantee? Uh, let's wait. To- More conference titles. More trips to the Rose Bowl. Oh, hell yeah. More 10-win seasons. As Ron Boone would say. Hell yeah. I can't say it with such <laughs> style and you R&B got, attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just let Ron say it. I'm not as cool as Ron Boone. I don't, I don't deny that. Booner was so definitive, yet so relaxed at the same time. Well, you got that style. It's just Ron, Ron Boone I style. I mean, He's the Booner, and we're not. I, I just Deal said with that. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm on top of that. I we're mean. just stalling saying things right now while Yach flips through pages on the computer and tries to find the drop. Come on, Yach. It's a classic. All right, well, the moment's passed. I thought passed. I had it on one page, and it's not on Ah, the moment's passed. Thanks for nothing. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Big T Thurl Bailey is coming up. At 8.30, as the Jazz try to extend their win streak to eight games tomorrow night. We've got the Clippers coming to town. We'll talk with Big T coming up at 8.30. Coming up next, it looks like failure. It looks like a spectacular failure. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. Oh, hell no.